This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. The, uh, the topic we want to speak about today is something that is becoming more and more relevant regarding Hilchot Shabbat. And uh, people are asking about different ways how to make money. So the question is, they have a system that they could make their assets work for them on Shabbat. How? If somebody owns a car, especially, especially if it's a more expensive car, or he's leasing a car, or he's leasing a car, and he's not doing anything with it on Shabbat, he's not driving. So there's an app called Turo, T-U-R-O. They're not paying me for the advertising. I'm just, uh, I'm just here trying to, uh, uh, to, to figure out the halakha. Uh, I've been asked this question, and, uh, and uh, it's actually quite fascinating. Is somebody able to have an app that somebody could rent his car on Shabbat while he's in Beta Knesset? Is there any heter for such a thing? So he's in shul, and uh, and, uh, and and somebody on Friday told him, I'm going to rent the car out for you on Shabbat. Obviously, he's not allowed to look at his phone or do anything of the like on Shabbat, but he all organized it on Friday in order that that, that person could rent it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or or let's say they pick it up Friday afternoon and you know they're driving it for Shabbat and returning it Motzei Shabbat. Let's discuss different scenarios. Obviously, we're not talking about somebody looking at his phone on Shabbat or, uh, or doing anything of the like in order to facilitate that. But is there any leniency of having his car work for him on Shabbat? So this is actually a very interesting discussion in the Poskim regarding Amir Akub. Let's start with the basics. And I know we, re- we reviewed this in the past, but we're going to go over it again regarding certain basics. One is not allowed to tell a goy to do work for him on Shabbat. Kol melacha lo some poskim understand it could be even an isur de oraita, uh, where the the bet Yosef and Siman Rish Dalit brings a samag that way. We're not we're not posek that way. We say that amir uh, leakum is the rabbanan. That is the opinion of most poskim. However, however, the discussion is more on a, uh, a that that since we we're posek that is the rabbanan. The reason why is uh, is. The person is a shaliach. When you tell a goy to do melacha for you on Shabbat, basically you're making him into a shaliach. You're making him into a you're making him into a messenger. And even though ein shliachut la nochri, even though there's no shliachut for a goy, but I think we mentioned in the past, Rav uh, the the Shulchan Aruch Harav Siman Reishmem Gimel says that there is shliachut lechumra. Lechumra, there is shliachut, right? You remember? So the question is like this. When somebody is telling a goy to do work for him on Shabbat, when somebody is telling a goy for, uh, to do work for him on Shabbat, so basically he's making that goy a shaliach. He's making a goy that shaliach. What about if he's working per hour? That's called a schiryom, somebody who works per, per hour. That's the most stringent type of shlichut because not only is he working for you on Shabbat, he's a little bit of a... He's a little bit of a of, of a of a messenger of of a of a poel kiyad balabait. Either way, it's for sure asur. Telling a guy to do work for you, especially if he's working for you on Shabbat, is forbidden. However, a kablan, somebody who's a contractor, is permitted. 
That means, let's say, you contract them to do something. Why? Because it's called Adata Dinav Shafi. He's doing work in his own. These are principles that we spoke about last time. Now, what happens if he wants to build his house on Shabbat? If he wants to build his house on Shabbat, the the uh, the Shulchan Aruch is posek in Siman Resh Mem Dalid Sif Bet that although contractually it's called Adata Dinavshe, although contractually it's called that he's doing it for his own need, but people think that he's hiring a goyim to work for hour, per hour. And then there's an Isur of Marita Ain, of Hashad, of Hashad, of Marita Ain, whatever you want to call it. People are going to think he's doing Malacha for you on Shabbat, and therefore it's forbidden. So far, so good. So we know that you're not allowed to get a Goy to do work for you on Shabbat. The question is, nowadays, uh, we had a whole shiur dedicated to this, the, that nowadays everybody does their work so nobody really thinks that you're hiring workers per hour. So the Biur Al-Achayin has a whole long discussion about this and he says that even though there's no chashad that people are going to think you're hiring them per hour but somebody shouldn't even understand that any kablanut that's done on on a house people are going to say well, uh, it, it, they don't know if it's per hour if it's not per hour so they're just going to get mixed up and they're going to say it's forbidden. So we don't allow a house being built on Shabbat, even if it's done per contract, because people are going to think it's being done per hour. Right? And that's the halacha. That's why you don't see people building houses on Shabbat. As a matter of fact, there's a whole question, Rav Avadi Yosef Hanin, Omer about a synagogue that was built on Shabbat, and now the board was more religious, and they didn't want to use the synagogue. They didn't know if they could use the synagogue. And he came up with a whole header since it was a synagogue and since it was nowadays everybody does become lanud, bidiyavad, it was allowed. But definitely not lechatechina. So, what would be if it's not a house, but let's say it's an item. Yeah, you're with me? Let's say it's an item. Let's say somebody has uh, a boat that everybody knows it's his boat. So, Shulchan Aruch says in Siman Rish Mem Dalid, Seif Dalid, מלכת פרהסיה, אפילו במטלטלין, כגון ספינה הידועה לישראל, דינה כמו מלכת מחובר. Any work that's done in a public area, on a, even, if it's a, and if it's a, even if it's something that's movable, like a boat, nevertheless people know it's yours, so it's like מלכת מחובר. This is what the Shulchan Aruch writes. So you would think a car has the same status as a... Uh, as, as, as a a car has the same status as a uh, as as uh, as as a boat, and it would be forbidden. Nevertheless, uh, there's a stira in the Mishnah and this is where our shear is really going to start. There's a contradiction in the Mishnah Bura. Mishnah Bura in the Shulchan Aruch. I'm sorry, the Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Resh Nun Bet. You have the you have the Shulchan Aruch over there. Siman Resh Nun Bet Seif Gimel. The Shulchan Aruch writes like this. We're talking about somebody who contracted work to be done somewhere. If it was work that was everybody, you know, it was in public domain. And it's known that it's a Jew. He's doing it in a public area. It's good to be machmir and forbidden. That means it's not Asur Me'ikara Din like the Shulchan Aruch said in Siman Rish Mem Dalid. Rather, it's Tov Lehachmir Vele'esor. Now, 
the question arises, what do you mean, Tov Le'achmir Ve'le'esor? I thought beforehand that Shulchan Aruch says it's Asur Medina. So why over here is only Tov Le'achmir Ve'le'esor? Right? It's the same Halacha. And as a matter of fact, the Bet Yosef brings, he's, he brings to what he said beforehand, that it's the same Halacha. So the Magad Avram brings this Halacha down, and he says it's a stira in the, uh, in the Shulchan Aruch, and he suggests a terrorist. We're going to say three Mahalchim over here, three Tirutzim. The first terrorist the Magad Avram says is the following, is that it's over here in Siman Rish Nun Bet, we're not talking about that Nikra Shmo Alis Shel Yisrael on the car. Every, no, nobody, no, there, it's not known that the car is the Jews. Which is a little bit difficult in the Lashon because it says Melacha Mifursemet V'yadua Shel Yisrael. So he says it's Yadua, but there's no, but it's, but there's no real, um, there's no real Nikra Shmo Shel Yisrael. But then the Magen Avram falls off from that. He says, can't be because the Shulchan Aruch himself writes that he compares both Simanim together, Siman Rish and Bed Rish Zayin. So he just says Tzarech Iyun on the Shulchan Aruch. He says Tzarech Iyun on the Shulchan Aruch, yeah? He says Tzarech Iyun on the Shulchan Aruch. Nevertheless, the Shulchan Aruch Harav, the Balatanya, says another terrorist. The Balatanya says the following. This is uh, in Kutras Acharon. I think it's Siman Rish Bed. Yeah, the, the Shulchan Aruch says there's a difference if there's a coal or if there isn't a coal. That means if there's a if there's a suspicious, very close to the first Eretz of the Magen Avram, just he doesn't fall off from this. He says this is the real Pshan in the Shulchan Aruch. And the reason why is because the Bet Yosef and Simon Rishon Bet and brings a Tshuvot HaRashba. And the Tshuvot HaRashba says that if somebody is, uh, is has a Ravot that was, uh, that was cut by a Goy for him on Yom Tov, there's a call, there's a suspicion that people know that it might be that you hired them per hour. So therefore, Tov Le'achmir. And that's what the Shulchan Aruch is going on, that there's only a call. But if there's no call and everybody knows for sure that it's your property and it's your car, it's Asur. That's how the Shulchan Aruch Arav says. That's the second way that we can answer. The third is the way of the Tosefet Shabbat. And the Primagadim. And this is very important. Tosefet Shabbat Siman Resh Nun Bet, Primagadim and Siman Resh Mem Dalid, in Sifkat Yud Gimel from the Eshel Avram. It's very important. Primagadim says the following that there is a difference in what type of suspicion we're talking about. In Siman Resh Mem Dalid, we're talking about that everybody knew it was your boat. Everybody knows it's your boat, it's Chaim's yacht. Everybody knows it's yours. In Siman Resh Nun Bet, people know that it's a Jew's, but they don't exactly know who it belongs to. So you're going to tell me, so what? They know it's a Jew's, so they're still suspecting that it's a Jew's. So here I think we can use a principle I heard from my son once, which is the following. That if people know certain information specifically about someone, then they could go spread it. But they only have a suspicion, but they don't know that person exactly did it. So then, they're not going to go around and talk about it. You're only going to talk about something. You're only going to really think about something and start connecting the dots when you know whose it is really. Uh, you know, generally it's a Jews. You start, you don't, you don't think, okay, then these people probably rented the person per hour, which is what the suspicion is over here. That's a Tosefet Shabbat. 
The truth is, I wanted to be Miyashev the, the Shulchan Aruch in another way, even though the Shulchan Aruch writes in one place Asur, and another place he writes Tov Le'esor. Whenever it's written in the Shulchan Aruch Asur, it doesn't always mean Me'ikar Hadin it's Asur. For example, Asur Lelechet Arba Amot Begilui Rosh. You're not allowed to let, go for Amot Begilui Rosh. A lot of Puskim understand it's Midat Chasidut. Nevertheless, I heard this, Rebel Yashiv said this, Yesod, once that, that that if it's just a, that, that that when it's written asur it could be mimidat chasidut it's asur so it could be when the shulchan aruch writes in siman dershin bet tov leachmir veleesor that means it's forbidden because of a chumrah it's forbidden but it's not asur ikaradin which, which would make some nafka which would make some ramifications some nafka minas I'll tell you where there's a, I'll tell you where there's nafka minas first of all. Let's get to the Mishnah Bura. Siman Rishnun Bet, he discusses in Sifkat and Chavhei, if a Jew gives, is wash, if a Jew gives to a non-Jew uh, his clothes to wash. So, he says, well, if you know that it's a Jew's, that they're nikar, that they're a Jew's. For example, it's a talit of a Jew. Then it will be forbidden. But then he brings the opinion of the Tosefet Shabbat. Aval ba Tosefet Shabbat katav. De lo shayich chshada de lo noda shel mihu. Nobody knows who really the 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 talit belongs to, and then it will be allowed. And then he says further, in the name of the Chayadam, that was lenient from another reason. The kivan sheyadu ashemina kol ha'ir liten lakobes bekablanut. Alken avilu imen ayehudi mechabsad bemakom mefursam mutar. The end bazich shadam ishum schir yom. If it's in a place that everybody gives this item bekablanut, then it's permitted. I saw in the Sefer Or Chod Shabbat that he asks on this Mishnah. He says, "What do you mean the Mishnah? All of a sudden is being lenient." If everybody knows that something is done contractually, it's allowed. By building houses beforehand, he wasn't content with the fact saying that everybody builds their houses it should be allowed. He still said there's a chashad. So why by kelim is he more lenient? That's the Orchot Shabbat's question. And I think that the answer is is because the Mishnah is saying that 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 based on the Tosefet Shabbat, first he brings Tosefet Shabbat that you don't know who it belongs to. And the Chayadam also said another reason to be Mekel because it's done, it's done contractually. So it could be the Mishnah is basing himself on the Tosefet Shabbat. In other words, with the Tziruf of the Tosefet Shabbat that nobody knows who's really it is, plus that it's always done Bikablanut, it's allowed. Which would mean that if you know who the, the, the Talit belongs to, or in our case the car belongs to, it would be Asur. So let's discuss our case. Let's discuss our case. You have, let's first of all, what did we say so far? We said that the Mishtabrua is lenient. That if you have an item that everybody knows is usually rented out and they don't know who it belongs to, it's for, it's permitted. There's no chashad. Just like you're allowed to give your car to a mechanic before Shabbat, so you're allowed to give your, your, your clothes to the dry cleaner before Shabbat. As long as they have time to do it before Shabbat, it's allowed. And we and and it could be that even if they don't have time to do it before Shabbat, we said last week that also it could be allowed. It could be there's there, there's opinions about that. That's in regards to the Amazon shipping. We spoke about that last week. However, now it comes to the big question. You have an app that's renting out your car. Everybody knows he's driving the car on Shabbat. So here, first of all, we should make a distinction. If it's a car that has a bumper sticker in the back. We want Mashiach now. I actually saw in the Shi'urim of Rav Shlomo Miller 
Chelek Dalid Shabbat. It's called Or Yeshua Yechizkel. Shiurim printed that he gave on Shabbat. He gave this example. If everybody knows that it's your car, that would be forbidden. Anybody wants to look it up, if you get that, it's not so common these uh, to get those pamphlets, but I could send anybody who wants the information. Uh, I, I, could send, I could send it to you. You know my email, rabbeleber at gmail.com and, uh, and, and, and I could send you the, those marimikomot that he says that if anybody has the, 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 his car that everybody knows it's a Jew's, he says it's forbidden to rent it out. He says it's forbidden to, 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 to have a non-Jew work on it. He was talking about a mechanic. And he said even lending it to a Jew, a non-Jew, if people know it's yours, it's a problem. However, what would happen if people don't know it's yours? What would happen if people don't know it's yours? You have a car and nobody knows that it's yours. Well, let's take a look. The Shulchan Aruch says, This is not necessarily called a Yisrael. This is called a uh, something that nobody knows for sure it's yours. And maybe even if there's a bumper sticker that write that says something Jewish, like I belong to this school or whatever else, but nobody knows specifically whose it is, could be that it would be allowed since everybody knows it's being rented, that it's being rented out. Nobody, nobody thinks that you have a, a, a worker that you're hiring per hour. Which... It's not so simple. You know, somebody could say, well, no, maybe uh, he is he is hiring him per hour. Either way, either way, what comes out is the following. If it's a car that's not known that it's a Jew's and you're not hiring it per hour, rather you're renting it out, which is similar to contracting it out, it should be allowed just like renting out an apartment. The only difference, well, renting out an apartment is different, but the only difference would be like this, that you can't rent it out specifically only for Shabbat, because then there's another issue called Schar Shabbat, that he's getting, a, you're, you're paying somebody specifically for Shabbat, just like you're not allowed to hire a babysit and pay her only for Shabbat, it has to be done for a little bit for Friday or for Motzei Shabbat, which is called Behavla'ah, so too, in the app, it has to be a little bit done for Motzei Shabbat or before Shabbat, anyways, you have to give him the keys beforehand, I don't know how the keys work, somebody, somebody explained to me this morning, there's something to do with satellite, that you, you wherever you are, you let him open up the car, well, can't do that on Shabbat. You can't tell a guy to do that on Shabbat. You're asking him to do a malachah for you. But but if you if you set up everything before Shabbat and he's running the car and nobody knows it's yours, it would be allowed. Even if he picks it up on Shabbat, some somehow you find a way to have some type of lockbox. If it's parked a block away from your house, I I I've spoken to prominent poskim that that they think that it's allowed in such a case. So this is the solution in Turo. Make yourself, you could make yourself a little bit of money if your car does not look like it's a Jewish car. It's just a regular car. And even if it's a Honda Odyssey, you're going to tell me all the Jews are, are driving Honda Odysseys. Not necessarily, not everybody knows that it's a Sur. And therefore, uh, you're allowed to use the app provided a few conditions. Number one, it's not only for Shabbat. There's no problem with Shabbat. Number two, it is not noticeable that it's a Jew's. That it's not noticeable that it's a Jew. So even the Shulchan says it's a Sur, that's because everybody knows that it's a Jew's. But if it's not noticeable that it's a Jew's, it would be allowed. And that Chaz you wouldn't have him pick up the keys on Shabbat. That way, you'd be able to use that app on Shabbat. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.